This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Halftime Show Podcast. Oh, he loves the pilot! What a goal! This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adori on Pulse 95. Nice strike! Oh, better than nice! <laughs> Sure is that time. It's the halftime show with Omar Duri. I am your host, covering everything sport, international, local. Hope you're having a blessed Saturday wherever you're tuned in around the world, whether it's 95FM, Pulse95Radio.com, our app, Sharjah Broadcasting Authority. And now, ladies and gentlemen, we're live on YouTube streaming as we speak. So if you want to catch what's happening behind the scenes, on the scenes, during uh, you know the show, jump on. We've got some wicked music on there. We've also got me in the studio nice and fresh on a Saturday talking to you about some incredible stuff and this is what we're talking about today we're talking about the game of zones which is clearly taking a lot of shine off Liverpool's title or has it Manchester City versus Liverpool might have got a guard of honour but definitely ended up a battering as Liverpool fans watch their team lose 4-0 we're talking about that the other thing we're talking about the influence of parents when it comes to being an athlete and being professional I've got a story on the mum that quit her job to train her son to become a professional world ranked boxer so you want to check that out fight of the year was UFC uh, Poirier versus Hooker in you know an empty stadium but was incredible so fight fans I'm going to have that and I'm going to be answering your questions regarding what's coming up what's the game of the week and with a lot of football happening I'm sure my football fans shout out to Tarek Aisa Murad and everyone else who's tuning on the Instagram live at Omar Duri will be keeping me entertained throughout the show today lots to get through on the only place to be at three the halftime show on Pulse 95 this is the halftime show with Omar Adouri on Pulse 95 oh he loves the pilot this is the halftime show with Omar Adouri on Pulse 95 nice strike It sure is that time. It's the Halftime Show with Omar Duri. I am your host covering everything sport, international, local. Guys, we are streaming live on YouTube as we speak. So I can see myself. That's very, very weird. On the screens, shout out to Mikey and Hidai who are in the studio as well. You see, I'm not used to being kept company. So the fact that some human beings are in the same studio, I'm quite happy with that. And guys, i got a wicked, a wicked show for you today. I'm talking a lot of things. One of the things I'm talking about is, uh, is a mother who quit her job to train her son to become a world ranked professional boxer so that's coming up later right now football fans I do have a treat for you I see you guys sending me the messages on the Instagram live at Omar Duri and I'm going to carry on with those because that fourth segment is dedicated to you all your questions all your answers all your statements they come in at that time now right now we had the Liverpool crown the champions even my barber was making fun out of me because he watched the show on YouTube the other day and said what, what do you have against Liverpool Ahmed I haven't got anything against Liverpool I rate Liverpool I like Liverpool 
But you know what? This wasn't about Liverpool. I'll tell you one thing. There was a guard of honour which wasn't really taken that seriously because normally with a guard of honour, once you're crowned champions, uh, the team that you're playing against has to have like a sort of a, a line. Two rows and they clap you out as you come out. Now, when that happened, you can see the Manchester City players were not happy. The fact that their rivals, the champions, the previous champions are clapping out the new champions with seven games to go. I don't know. That was a bit salty. But anyway, saying that, there was question marks coming into the game. Will it be taken seriously? We looked at the lineups. Liverpool's lineup was serious. City's lineup was serious. Now, probably under strength, if you count Aguero not being in the starting lineup, you could have thought, okay, this might be close. It was a battering. And I mean, it could have ended even 5 0. Maris scored at the end. VAR disallowed it. But let's talk about the star of the show. If you had tuned in last week, or a week before that as well, I'd mentioned the rise of Phil Foden, the 19-year-old, now 20, that had risen to stardom. Amongst a lot of superstars as well, which makes it even interesting. He could have left, he could have been a diva, he got his education, he stayed at Manchester City, and he might be the successor to David Silva. Now, Pep Guardiola does love him, some Phil Foden, and he was outstanding against Liverpool, and he ran the show. Phenomenal uh, performance by the youngster, and I love that. I love it when youngsters, you know, they show their true colours, they got no fear, and that was Phil Foden. So that, i got to give a shout-out to Phil Foden, Foden, man like Phil, who uh, who was excellent, excellent superstar that day. De Bruyne was next to him, so that was another thing. And City ran Liverpool ragged. So you'd expect the first game after they've been crowned champions, maybe some may say they celebrated a bit too much, maybe a little bit of orange juice, maybe a bit too much of orange juice that week, but still... They got to it, they played the game, and Manchester City came out winners. Now, what does this say about next season? The very interesting fact is when I heard the players talk, I'm always into the psychology of the minds of the players. When I heard superstars like Raheem Sterling talk about the game, he said that the coach had said to him, our season starts now. So they've already written off this season in terms of the Premier League, and they've thought about the next season and what's going to come of it in uh, the idea of putting things in perspective and almost building blocks because we do know that Manchester City will have to build and will have to, you know, go again. But I like the way that they put that together because that shows me that they're definitely in tune with, you know, already writing off the league but not taking a holiday. You know, sometimes people say that when there's a little bit left in the season, players start to lose focus, they're not really into it. But now, Manchester City made a statement by going 4-0. It was unbelievable. Liverpool fans... Did you have time to celebrate 30 years waiting for the league and then bam, that happens. I want to hear from you. Text us on 4215 or do or slide into my DMs at Omar Duri on Pulse95 and let me know because I want to know exactly how that game was. Did you really not really care about where it was going? What was happening with that? Or how did it feel to see City run ragged? Because one thing i got to say, the preparation, the strength and conditioning of Manchester City since restoring Project Restart after the league had finished uh, on break, sorry, not finished, but it feels like it finished. Once the league restored, their fitness levels have been top and the way Pep has managed it, which is often criticised for rotating, has been fantastic because they're almost in third gear. They're not even They're not even there. Second gear, third gear, they could really accelerate any time and really drive through and they showed that against Liverpool who are a fit side. So yes, let me know what's going on. Listen, coming up next, 
The mother that quits her job to train her son to become a professional world-ranked boxer on the only place to be at three, the Halftime Show on Pulse 95. This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adouri. This is the halftime show with Umar Adouri on Pulse 95. Nice strike! Oh, better than nice! Uh, let's get ready to rumble! Salam and welcome back to the halftime show with Omar Adouri. I'm your host covering everything sport, international, local. Thank you so much for showing love on the Instagram Live and also on all social media platforms. Plenty to talk about today. We've got... You know, the importance of parents when it comes down to trying to get people into sport, trying to do things, they always try and, you know, cheer you on, you know, maybe come on the touchline, give you a little bit of a clap, even when you fall on your face, happened many, many times. But when it comes down to actually quitting your job to train your son to become a professional world-ranked boxer. Now, I'm talking about Dennis Duglin, if I can say that properly, who is... um, who is an American boxer. Uh, debut was on the 13th of Feb, 2009. He's a Southpaw, 5'9", 175 centimeters in height with 185 centimeters in reach. Now that I've spared you with the boring stuff for those that don't like the boxing, let me tell you why this person's story is quite remarkable is because his mom quit her job to train him. And we don't often hear that. Now, see, if it was a father, you know, stereotypically, you might think, yeah, I can imagine it. But what makes this quite a remarkable story is power power to the people power to the women who are doing their thing now I would consider moms superheroes and you know why obviously because of my own uh, blessing of a mother but when it comes down to quitting your job to train your boxer on the pads on the mitts you know holding combinations that is just amazing and I was so happy to see this actually my wife uh, sent me this uh, article a couple of days ago and said you know you need to put this on the halftime show and because obviously you know she knows what I'm into I'm into boxing I'm into the conditioning side of things I thought let me look into the story very very interesting uh, you know when I watched them on on Instagram and I watched the way the mum was holding the, the, the pads the mitts actually quite impressive you know very very impressive and power to you power, you, power to you for doing that because now you've got a, a world ranked boxer on the on the list who's doing his thing you know training to be at the top of his game and even got a stop from Floyd Mayweather to, to show support and stuff which is what I like see this is this is where things become real when you bring the reality to what we consider sometimes the celebrity status which is not real it's nice to kind of see that all together and I'm kind of I'm kind of feeling that vibe at the moment because sometimes, you know, once you get a little bit of fame, you might switch camps, you might go and seek out a better, uh, you know, a better training camp, better coaching system. But I like the fact this uh, this fighter, Dennis Duglin, has actually moved up the ranks with his mom in his corner. Literally. Amazing. Amazing. Now, any stories like that, guys, reach out to us uh, at Pulse95 Radio or even on the Halftime Show at Omar Durian. Let me know uh, if something like that is remarkable because, you know, with these things normally we only hear about the coaches that that kind of you know they kind of um they already established they got their own gyms their camps and everything and everyone travels from around the world to be able to see them and one of the stories that unfortunately came out yesterday which is probably on a on a more sad note and it's something that i i kind of have a sentimental value with is 
is uh, Habib Nurmagomedov's father passed away uh, through COVID and uh, complications. And you know, one of the fighters that has a very strong family ethic and has a very strong system when it comes to support system and still lives with his family even though he's married and everything is Habib and to see the importance you know he always says Allah first and then family second and I kind of I kind of I kind of relate to that in a big way and I'm sure a lot of you listeners out there relate to it as well so a massive massive uh, love and support and a show of uh, what's I've even lost for words you know that sense of empathy for anyone who's lost their parents or anyone that has gone through struggles you know we're sending you love here from the halftime show on Pulse 95 and hopefully hopefully inshallah uh, they are shining down on you and sending you all the blessings and love coming up next we answer your questions we've got a lot of football talk coming in and I, I can't even I can't even push this to the fourth segment I'm going to go straight into it Tarek Murad and Spicy don't worry you're up next with me on the halftime show and the only place to be at three the halftime show on Pulse 95 this is the halftime show with Omar Paduri on Oh, he loves the fire and what a goal! This is the halftime show with Omar Alduri on Pulse 95. Nice strike! Oh, better than nice! <laughs> It sure is that time And I tell you what This this tune gets me in the mood I gotta say shout out to everyone Who's tuned in From around the world Maryum Tariq Murad Hatim Dewey Ahsan as well Who's uh, a newcomer To the halftime show But still enjoying the topics And everyone else Who's throwing comments On the Instagram live At Omar Dewey We are streaming live On YouTube now So if the connection Isn't great from where you are You're probably gonna get A better connection On YouTube Especially um, When the show is on And then in the break they got fantastic images of Sharjah and videos of Sharjah which actually helps you get through the tunes as well and as you know we have some good tunes here on Pulse95 uh, a lot of questions coming in regarding Barcelona I knew the Barcelona fans would come out I knew the football fans would come out and especially now with uh, a certain Lionel Messi I don't even want to say throwing his toys out the pram because Barcelona fans will come for me but we did speak about Barcelona becoming the new AC Milan the revolution that's going to happen in terms of all the players coming in and out about 30 yeah, how many have we got we got about 8 on eight or 9 players in their 30s right now and yet they go and sign Pjanic and give, give Juventus R2 do I even get that I don't even know I, it's interesting because for many years the financial situation at Barcelona was kind of in the grey zone because they would fund players and the banks would be able to kind of look after that, whether it be in installments, etc, etc. But are Barcelona aside now that you want to go to? Because before, if Barcelona came knocking on the door and the chances of playing with Messi, you'd go running at that. Now, with the presidential elections coming up with Bartomeu and especially that Messi's turning 34 next summer, there's a lot of talks of if you want to go there. Who is to blame? Are the coaches to blame? Or is it something that we are looking at in terms of now being exposed of what happens behind the scenes in the dressing rooms amongst the players is it a click especially when now we think of players being invested in at the current economic situation in the pandemic and we're still talking about players like Griezmann who's not playing in his position Artur went the other way you've got Ansu Fati or do we go for an Ajax model wash the whole team out 
and start from scratch. Go with a three to five year plan. Barca fans might hate me saying that because that means Atletico Madrid and Real Madrid are now in contention for some sort of domination. But I wouldn't put that far because if you look at the way Ajax served their model, developed the youth. Ricky Pooch, fantastic talent. And I'm sure there's a lot more hidden gems in there. And start to recycle the Rakitic, the Vidals, you know, the Busquets, you know, the PKs and all these players and start to think of domination for 10 years. So it might take three to five years to get back to where Barcelona were. But that would be worth it because then you have that domination, not just in La Liga where there is some sort of credibility, but in the long run where you've got the Champions League, the World Cup champion. It's been a while since Barcelona won the Champions League. Liverpool have obviously had their say. Real Madrid have had their say. But that might be something to consider, especially with the elections. But right now, people are thinking of instant success. How many years does Messi have to be at Barcelona? One, two max, and then what? What happens then? Then that means all the players that come in actually have to go through a model, which is a structure to do with a board. Nowadays, the form of directors and the form of actually having you know, a team that specialises in scouting talent putting players together, developing academies is far more important than just buying uh, straight players. And you know what would be ironic is, why am I not surprised tomorrow if I open up I was going to say open up the newspapers, it's been a while since I looked at that, to open up the internet and check that, let's say Barcelona are thinking of swapping Griezmann for Neymar plus some money where PSG get Griezmann and then Barcelona get Neymar. We're still not solving the problem here as a coach or as a management staff Barcelona are leaking goals and leaking goals does not win you titles that is something regardless of having the best player or one of the best players in the world it won't get you far in a project which is two to three years and then once things go wrong the coach is being blamed but when once things go right Barcelona have the best team in the world you see this is where for me I've been on both sides I've been in camps where the players have got the praise and I've been in camps where the manager has got the praise but it's funny that when everything goes wrong one person is pointed out and that's the manager so therefore that's where I throw it your way what would you do if you are Lionel Messi right now and what would you do if you're Barcelona right now text us on 4215 or slide into our DMs at Omar Durio at Pulse95 Radio and let me know Spicy says do you see Haaland Sancho in Barca I see Haaland in Barca I definitely see him as a focal point I think he would be very very good because of what he offers into that system however as long as there's Messi there again sorry to be harping about Messi but as long as Messi's there he requires a freedom to be able to roam around the pitch with Haaland I wouldn't give him that kind of freedom I would give him the final third to stay in and in training I would actually fine him if he steps into the middle or steps at the back because I need him in certain areas to be able to execute the final part of the plan so that's regarding your question spicy when it comes to Haaland Sancho yes I can see him there I think he's good enough I think Ansu Fati though is fantastic and probably will be in the top 5 players within the next 5 years so there's my shout out if it goes ridiculous wrong don't text me <laughs> that's what I would say regarding that 
But I, again, as I'm saying, there is talent out there. Why? I think we've gone past the trend of just going for the big names. Nowadays, we know that players like Mbappe, Neymar, Ronaldo and Messi are kind of out of reach. Mbappe has a long career ahead, but probably has one more team in him to make that move. And I hope it's Real Madrid. Mainly not because uh, you know, of any favoritism to Madrid or Barcelona, but mainly because Zidane is there. And with Zidane being there, imagine Mbappe being coached by Zidane, who still remembers him as a talent and probably looked up to him as well. There's certain players I'd like to see in certain spots, uh, which is which is very, very interesting. And actually, I've just got another question in. God, you guys are on point with the questions. Uh, is Eddie and Ketia good enough to be Arsenal's number one striker? Very, very simple. Uh, Derek, I'll tell you this straight. No, he's not. You know why? And people might think I'm harsh. Even though I'm a coach, I will tell you something. Would Eddie Nketiah get into any of the six teams in the Premier League? No, he wouldn't. If you look at Man City, you've got Aguero. Liverpool, you've got Firmino. Chelsea, you've got Abraham. Uh, who else? We've got Wolves, you've got Jimenez. Man United, you've got Martial. You've got Rashford there who can play there as well. Uh, you know, so... Is he getting into those teams? No. So why should he get into the Arsenal team? I think it's it's we're past the stage of being nice. It's We're here to be ruthless now. Go out there, sign a top player, and we're good to go. And sorry if I'm being very, very straightforward, but that's the coach in me. Guys, stay tuned for more on the only place to be at three, the Halftime Show on Pulse 95. This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adouri. On Pulse 95. 95. Oh, he left the pass. This is the Halftime Show with Omar Alduri on Pulse95. Nice strike! Oh, better than nice! It sure is that time. It's the Halftime Show. It's nearly full-time on the Halftime Show. And I have to say, you guys who are giving me those comments on the Instagram Live are on fire. Rauda, Raha, Murad, Tarek, Tamtam, Hatim, you know, wow. We were talking about a few things. We were talking about the financial situation in the sports world. And I'll, I'll tell you what we've been saying because you guys, are, you know, you're not getting the full the full uh, coverage here that I've been getting. And I'll tell you, right. So we've got Hatim saying, I'm going to leave it here. Invest in your youth 10-year plan. Start fresh uh, and focus and manage the business. Shifting to youth. Very nice. Tarek Tamtam, don't forget that cash flow at the moment. Rauda, they should implement SWOT analysis. I like that, Rauda. Very good. Uh, Raha Ozel won't shine with the players around him in Arsenal. Uh, Tarek, and we saw in Barca and Juve deal. God, all right, to save their budget. Okay, there's a couple of things I, I like here. Now, if you're just tuning in, you can always catch our shows on the podcast, Apple, Spotify, SoundCloud, and Angami. We've got some really, really good stuff on there and with some very, very good guests as well. Uh, we're talking now about the financial situation. I wasn't going to talk about this in the final segment, but you know what? We're here now, so I'm going to talk about it. The things that we were saying is I've had a lot of talk about players and making transfers and staying under fair play financial regulations and all that thing in all the sports right now in the NBA in football in basketball uh, you know every sport 
However, we've got to think of what's going on behind the scenes, guys. It's not championship manager or football manager or FIFA 2020 where you can just start transferring and that thing segments in the middle and you see the bar going and then it's done. This is real now. A lot of people are saying, I asked a question to, I think it was Tarek, when he said, uh, sell Lacazette, keep Aubameyang. The problem with that is when you have a player who is talented but is not performing because he's not putting the work in the coach and the management have to make a decision whether they want to keep him or not this is in any sport again uh, I'm just making an example out of these players because the Arsenal players are not exactly the best at the moment Aubameyang is in a contract situation at the moment now where he has one year left so let me break it down for everyone who's, who's watching and you have a talented athlete who has one more year left on their contract the team he plays for okay has been guilty of letting their players leave for free because they did not want to sell them now when your contract ends you're able to speak to another team and you're able to leave for free now they have another situation where they've brought in a team of experts behind the scenes to stop this from happening from now on saying that it's still happening there's still one more year left on his contract and you're in a position now where you can either keep the player for one more year and he can go for free or sell him now under the current pandemic situation which has hit everyone economically okay here are a few things that i'm saying to you right now listen to me when i'm saying this what would you do for the fans who are not arsenal fans they'll probably say sell him sell him <laughs> that's not the point think of it as if it was your team do you hold on to your captain the best player you have for another year risking the fact he might go for free where you can't invest we spoke about barcelona we spoke about the different things they can do in recycling that whole team they have an incredible academy so they're going to be producing talent for the next 10 years wipe out all the players that are 32 plus and yes i'm sorry messi fans that does count him as well because he has a huge say the elections are coming up we spoke about that back to this situation now what do you do with this team right now coaches managers from every sport around the world are being fired you don't have time for development there's no such thing as patience and take it easy and wait no if you don't perform well in four games you get fired Frank DeBoer if you're listening that that happened to you I'm sorry man but that's what happened to you and you didn't even get a chance so how are we as fans going to expect them to be loyal and take it easy and have a philosophy there's no such thing the philosophy now is win you have to win at all costs this is the, the world of sport that we live in and I can talk about this all day we are reaching full time on the halftime show you guys have been incredible and you've kept me company and I appreciate you guys but listen Monday Wednesday Saturday 3 to 4 join the talk join the movement the halftime show is on Pulse95 and if you did miss the show we're on YouTube as well shout out to Gabby Vikas Mario everyone who does their thing on the YouTube you can catch my show on there I'm talking in this passion on the YouTube on the Instagram live guys I'm out it's me have a blessed Saturday peace this is Pulse 95 tune in live every Monday Wednesday and Saturday from 3pm 